Hello, guys. Welcome back to Diet Right Podcast. Well, episode of like 50 uh, something. I don't know. Yeah, we're at like 48, 47. Yeah. Okay, guys. We've been doing this for about a year. Yeah. So we got to be on Just a, about. Almost episode 52. We skipped one when I had Nora. Mm-hmm. We skipped one after Ashton's heart surgery. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we skipped another one when I was like sick or something. Yeah. We're we're close to 50. We're doing fine. (laughs) Guys. In an entire year, to only skip like three or four is pretty good. It is pretty good. Except for some of our viewers are like, you jerks. It's fine. It's fine. You love us. Both dietitians. Both moms. Both Millers. Both live in Denver area. No, we're not giving you our address. Stop asking. <laughs> Although we do have a P.O. box if you want to send us anything. Yes. Um, I would say it, but I don't know it off the top of my head. Check the show notes. It's in there. Yeah. Anyways. Definitely. Both. What, what do we say so far? I don't moms, know. We're moms. Dietitians. We have dogs. We have mom brain. Live in Den- we, have, we both have mom brain. <laughs> it's, it's real. Oh, it's so real. Okay. Happy Halloween week, you guys. Happy Halloween. What are you going to be for Halloween? Oh. We should have a Halloween party. (laughs) Her eyes are so big right now. She's so excited. Um, First of all, when? Um, On a weekend. On Halloween? No. That's during the week. No. Is Halloween on Friday? No. It's like on a Thursday or something. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So if we did a Halloween party, it would be like this next weekend. (laughs) No. Not this next weekend. Let's do it like... The day the after. first, or the second, or the, yeah. Um, I'm going to be in Anyways, yeah. we're planning right Happy now. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. What are you going to be for Halloween? What's um, Ashton going to be for Halloween? He's going to be a dinosaur. You're so cute. Do you want to see it? I wish I could take a picture of your face right now yeah. with the biggest smile. Yes, I want to see. It's fleece. So are you going to be a dinosaur too? You guys like family of dinosaurs? No. You know Wait, what I want to be? You should be um um Flintstones. Oh. No way. <laughs> I'll post it. That is it. the cutest thing. So, yeah. It's size three to six months. It is? It's massive. huge. He's eight months. He's eight months. It's massive. But he's going to be very warm. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. (gasps) Oh my goodness. (laughs) He has a big tail. It's kind of like, where's Ashton in that yeah. picture? <laughs> like, where is he? Wait, so what are you and Jesse going to be? Um, does Jesse dress up? No, he doesn't dress Neither up. Neither does Josh. Um, but you know who I want to be? I got to figure out how to make this costume. I'm excited. Okay, think of Friends. Okay. Think of the Friends Halloween Oh, Space episode. Duty! Yes! <laughs> That's amazing! That's what I want to be. I'm Space I want to be Sputnik. I'm Sputnik. Space Duty. Sputnik. Whatever. Same thing. That's oh, hilarious. I'm duty. I, okay, if we have a Halloween party, I'm buying Jesse the uh, pink rabbit. The pink outfit. rabbit. <laughs> the Valentine rabbit. Can't wear it. He yes, do it. he but wouldn't. I would do that maybe too. We'll pay him money. But too. I've been for years. I've been wanting to That's be Ross amazing. from Friends from that episode. <laughs> I'm space duty. <laughs> I'm Spudnik. Oh my goodness! That's so that's like what I want to be. I am a woman who will no longer be fitting in this dress. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Okay. What are you going to be? So, ja- start over. Aiden, last yeah. year, was a spider. Oh, yeah. And I made his costume, and I was really super proud of it. Like, I do a lot of crafts, but I never expected to be, like, the one to DIY, um, yeah. like, a Halloween costume. Look at you. But he wore, like, a black sweater, and then I did these tube socks uh, down oh. his side, and every time he lifted up his arms, his other oh. arms would come up. It was super cute. 
I'll have to show you a picture. Actually, yeah, I, I remember it. it oh, I do remember it. Yeah. It so cute. then this year, I'm asking him what he wants to be for like weeks, and it's like Spider Man, a dinosaur. One time he wanted to be a jellyfish. I was what? like, where'd you even hear the hear the word jellyfish? Yesterday, I asked him, and he wanted to be a comet. Yeah, a comet, like an asteroid. Okay, this. How do you make that costume? Make him into a ball. <laughs> um, you're a rock with some <laughs> flames behind you. Anyways, so he's decided now that he wants to be a spider again this year, mm-hmm. okay. which is fine because that costume is technically a four T outfit. Yeah. So it'll fit him from last Perfect. year. Perfect. So last year Josh and I didn't dress up with him, and we're not. We've never been like big Halloween. But people. if we have a party. If, if have a party. Kids if, invited. Kids if friendly. If Jesse wears that pink bunny costume, I would dress up as anything to see him wear. All right. He would have the funniest face. I just can't stop. Anyways, no, Josh isn't like a big. <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh, oh no, Chandler's <laughs> making you sex face. <laughs> oh gosh, okay. sex face. Gosh, we love friends so much. I know. Um. So if I can get Josh to dress up, we might just all be a family of spiders, which I think would be kind of cute. cute. But I'm not sure if I can get around to doing it in a week, basically. I know. know. We'll see. We'll see when our party is and then I can get it done. I think we should just have a party where our kids just dress up and they look cute and then we drink beer. Okay. Sounds like a great party. (laughs) Can I drink hard apple cider? Because I don't like beer. Okay. Check. I'll do that. Or just champagne. It'll be straight up fancy. Oh, mimosas. Yes. Also, side note that reminded me of it because we're talking about Friends, which then led me to my other show I watch all the time, The, the Office. Office. <laughs> That's right. Did you listen the to The Office, ladies? I started oh. it today. I didn't get to finish it. Oh, guys. Because I listened to our like other podcasts. Okay, guys. We, we got to plug this podcast. Um, so The good. Office, ladies. It was so good. It was when so I started, good. I've only listened to like 10 minutes of it. I finished the whole thing. And then I told Andy to listen was to it, it awesome? while we were working. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I love those ladies. I love so The much. Office. Yes. So they're going through each episode and like talking about uh-huh. behind the scenes. That's cool. I'm excited about so it. So cool. It's so fun just to hear that they're like good friends. I love them like, so much. It's like I when your coworkers become your best friends. Kind of like this. We are here. And then so they weird. start a podcast. <laughs> we're basically the same as them. Yeah. I don't know Wait. who I'd be more like. I know. I was like, who's hmm. Jenna Fisher and who's Angela? I don't really want to be either character from The Office. But in real life, they're both really fun. In, in real life, they're both great. Okay, anyways. Big set. That was a huge side tangent. Today, Did we even tell you what we're talking about? Guys, we're talking about Halloween. Halloween. Obviously. And candy. And how candy. to handle Halloween, even just with yourself, but also with your kids, while also being an intuitive eater. Because yeah. it can holidays can be a little triggering for people, bringing mm-hmm. them back into diet culture and being afraid of the situation of having candy in the house. Speaking of which, have you bought your Halloween candy yet? Today. I bought it Four yesterday. Four hours ago. We're oh. the same. What did you buy? Okay. You're not going to be able to eat all these foods, I don't think. <laughs> Kit Kat, which you can't have, no. right? Twix, which you can't no. have. Snickers. Yeah. You can have that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So good. <laughs> Reese's. Yep. Yep. And, uh, oh, what's the other one? Twix, Snickers, Reese's, Kit Kat. Uh, Reese's Take Five Bar, which you also can't have. Mm. But it's like. If I built my own candy bar, it is what it like. The, it is what this is. It's pretzels, caramel, mm. chocolate, nougat. I think it's like all encompassing. It sounds so good. Sounds good. It's so good. Are you gonna it's like tap salty and sweet? Are you gonna tap into your Halloween candy before Halloween? 
Oh, I already did. Oh, okay, I haven't. <laughs> oh, it's open. Oh. I've had a Twix, a Kit Kat, and buy, a Take Five bar. I don't want to buy more. It was on sale today. <laughs> I had mine, and then I tied it up in a knot, and I told my husband, I was like, we can't have this till actual Halloween. <laughs> then he found the wrappers, and he's like, how'd you get a Twix bar? And I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. But yes, I would also like to not buy more. But I, I might know. have to. I'm like, I spent $10 on Halloween candy today. That's a lot of That's money. That's it? Yeah. I think I spent like $30. I know. I did not want to spend more. They Wait. were two for 10 at Target. That, and I bought four bags. Which is 25. I went. <laughs> I so went. You only got two bags? Yes. I got the Snickers variety because the almond Snickers yeah. are my favorite. Ooh, and there's I peanut butter those. Snickers. Those are delicious. I have had those. Those are delicious. And regular, obviously. And then Reese's because Reese's peanut butter oh, cups are the of best. Course. So Did you get the miniature ones or the big ones? No, they're like. They're like they're normal like size. Normal. That's what they're normal to. size. So yeah, Target two for ten. Two um, for ten. But I was we I, we only got like I don't know fifteen kids last year. Okay, we got a ton. So of here's the deal: year. we had so much Halloween candy left over last year, and half of it was like Three Musketeers. Gross. Gross. Um, so sorry rude. if anybody likes Three Musketeers. So I didn't want to have wanted to have enough to give the trick or treaters, but I did not want to have such an abundance. Mm-hmm. That now I have all this candy and I'm just going to want to eat it even though I'm not craving it or hungry. Are you going to bring Ashton trick-or-treating and then steal his candy? Okay. Okay. That's actually... Guys, I want everyone's opinion. Ashton is eight months. Do uh-huh. I take him trick-or-treating? You can. Will I get you know, judged? What you should do is come with us and then you oh. walk up because... Aiden's like old enough to be like trick or treat and then get candy uh-huh. and then you just kind of stand there with Ashton and then they give you candy too and then it's all yours. Mm. That's what you got to do. We've done that with other friends before. Used Aiden as a as a ploy as a ploy <laughs> a trick <laughs> to get them to give us more candy. Okay. Yeah, so we could do that because that'd be super fun. I know. I was like, I feel bad because clearly, like, it's all for me. I mean, no, they don't know. But then I'm not at home handing out candy. So why did you buy candy so for this me trick or treating? <laughs> this is how we do it. So he's so little, we go early because he gets kind of like freaked out. At least mm-hmm. last year, he got kind of scared when it was getting dark. Because okay, if, this is totally not. This is a sidebar. <laughs> but in this episode, we're talking about candy and intuiting. I promise. Just hold on. But in our neighborhood, there's like people that dress up at night as like ghouls and like go around on like skateboards. Oh, it looks like kind of freaky. So Aiden was like super freaked out. So we went home. So we do like half the night trick or treating and then the rest of the night we spend handing out candy for like the late night crew, mm-hmm. like after dark. And it gets dark at like 6 p.m., yeah. 6.30. So that's when we start to just hand out candy. But last time we went, because it technically starts at 4 and we went at like 4.05 and did it from like 4 to 6 or 4 to 5.30 and then we came home ate chili and passed out candy, which was awesome. So we oh, do both. Okay. But we had a ton of trick-or-treaters. We went through, I bought two Costco bags, which I didn't do this year, even though it's a better price, because yeah, you get stuck with like three musketeers and what's the other one? Crap you don't like. Milky Way. Why does Milky oh, Way still no. exist? I Snickers know. is clearly the better option. I know. So then I was like, well, I only want to buy the candy I like so yep. that if I have some leftover, I want to eat it. That's what I did. Except for Josh did point out to me, he's like, all you got was chocolate. Like, where's like the fruity... Like yeah, nerds or like laffy taffies. I do, I do like the chocolate. Me too. That's what. So, so anyway, anyway, people don't like chocolate. Side they part. Can, they <laughs> could suck it. They go to a different house. Go to a different house, kids. You know Did what you, else I buy? What is a nine candy option to pass out? Do you ever do that? No. So for allergies. Yeah. Have you seen like the teal pumpkin project? Um. Yeah. For autism. No. 
Oh. No, well, I don't know what autism, like they might have something different, but a teal pumpkin on Halloween, if you put it out on your porch, it lets people know that people with food allergies can come to your house and you have a non-candy option. Mm. So for people that have like a peanut allergy or something like super mm. extreme where they're not sure what their kids are grabbing and then they like go home and eat it, it could be really dangerous. You have like, so I always have two bowls and I... I give the kids a choice between, like, a treat or, like, a little toy. So, like, last year I handed out little tiny things of Mm Play-Doh, which I thought was really cool. And then also, like, they were, like, eyeballs and (laughs) teeth and, like, creepy people want those? Yeah, so some kids would – and I would tell them whenever I'd hand out the bowl, like, choose from one. You can either have a candy or you can Mm -hmm. have one of these little toys. And several kids took Play-Doh. I don't know if they had allergies, but they chose Play-Doh or whatever. So – but it was nice because No, they're then... probably like, ew, this girl is Milky Ways and Three Musketeers. <laughs> Who is this? This is disgusting. I'm taking the play out. <laughs> I'm taking the play So out. I <laughs> usually try to do one thing. Um, the year before that, I got tattoos. Those were really oh, cool. Those are like, fun. Temporary tattoos. So I don't know. It's just nice to have an option for kids that have food allergies. That is true. Looking out for those kids. That's Luckily, true. not my children yet. But yeah. Who knows? And I think um, we should always check our kids' candy to make sure everything's safe. Yes. Especially if your children have allergies. But also make sure there's no, like, razor blades in there. (laughs) Or poison. Or poison. Yeah, also be on the lookout for poison. (laughs) I'm... Okay, I'm going to give some psychopath (laughs) way too good of an idea, so I'm just going to No, what are you going to say? I'll edit it out if I'm worried about it. (laughs) Couldn't people just, like, inject candy with, like, a tiny little needle? Yes. Have you not seen the needle scare in the strawberries? Did you remember that? Did you oh see gosh, that happen? No. It was in the spring. Strawberries were just coming out on Tilo Market, oh and gosh. there was like this huge fear that someone was putting tiny needles into strawberries. And the far- I feel really bad because the farmers lost a ton of crop because no one bought it, and they oh. all just went rotten. So like poor farmers. But literally, it was a prank. Like three kids or something across the U.S. did it, just like freak people out basically like a huge scare but it wasn't real like there wasn't actually just needles and strawberries kids would like go home and take a picture of it and be like i have a needle in here or like trying to do a lawsuit or something but oh my gosh. it was really sad because farmers missed out on like a ton of money that year and year. people didn't eat strawberries i did I, mean, I, <laughs> I was like it's fine let's just bite it and yeah. see what happens i mean you don't swallow the needle probably it just I sticks mean, to your mouth as long I, as it's I'm not like a heroin my metal needle. detector and like <laughs> hey guys <laughs> Back in, like, the 70s, right? Or 80s, they would, like, x-ray your candy. Like, the dentist for free would x-ray your candy. What? 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 Do you not know this? We're in the Midwest. This happened in the Midwest. I think it was, like, the 70s or 80s or whatever. Correct me if you guys know when this was. But you could bring it in. I think you still technically can bring it to some dentist office and they'll, like, x-ray it before you're allowed to eat it. Okay, but what if you inject poison in it? Yeah, that's my That's what my thought is. That's why I, like, gave... Okay. I'm sure all the serial killers are listening, so... We attract a wide range of serial killers here. (laughs) Poisoners, murderers. It's fine. Um, I mean, I guess look for needle marks. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, that was my point. was, like, check to make sure your kids' candy is safe. But I guess... I was thinking razor blades and needles, but... We'll just hope. We'll just pray. We'll just pray for this. Pray extra hard um, that you'll survive it. But yeah. I remember this was like the freak out in Denver that people were going to put marijuana into candy. Do you <laughs> remember this? Funny. <laughs> well, it's like a, I don't know, but I think I mean, it's harmless. I'll be eating my kids candy. So it's funny. So to me, it's high. <laughs> um, but it was also like the people who actually like 
do drugs we're like we're not gonna spend a ton of money to give your children a high Hi. like no one's what doing a waste that. of exactly. money that's what everyone was like I'm not going to put my marijuana that cost me a lot of money into a thousand pieces of candy and then hand it out. Like, yeah. And then not even be able to be there to watch, to watch the kid happen. get high. Yeah. This, right, this took a weird turn. It did take a weird turn. Um, okay. So intuitive eating around Halloween. <laughs> okay. My thought is. Oh my gosh. This is what helps me. Oh, I love you. Out of sight, out of mind. Okay. So that if... Okay, last year mm-hmm. I left my Halloween candy on our peninsula. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd walk in the kitchen, I'd be bored, yep. wasn't hungry, yeah. would grab it, would eat it. I, I was not craving it, I was not hungry. Yeah. So I've learned that you need to put it in the cabinet or somewhere where it's out of sight mm-hmm. so that when you have a craving, you want some chocolate, you, you go upstairs, yeah. you have it, and then you shut the cabinet and then yep. you kind of forget about it. Or you put it in the freezer because it's better when it's cold. Almost that's, all candy is almost better. Frozen. All candy is better. Yeah, I would say that. I don't think I can think of one that's not. Yeah, so or at I'll least chocolate. Put your chocolate in the freezer. Like maybe Starburst aren't good okay. frozen. Yeah, well, put I your don't know. could be. Put Anyways. your chocolate in the freezer, <laughs> and then that way, when you're craving it, you can go in there and get it. But you're like when not you actually intentionally want it and yeah. make a choice. Yeah, you're making that choice intentionally. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, that's the biggest thing. Is yeah. if it's just out. Mm-hmm. I will eat it without wanting it or craving it or being hungry. Yeah. And I, I'm not intuitively eating. Yeah. So I think it's important. A, um, it's probably not a good idea to start your intuitive eating journey on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so ideally you'd already be like well-versed. That's a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and like well-established in your intuitive eating journey when you come across a holiday in general. But especially Halloween, I think candy can like ignite people's fears around food and sugar like Mm sugar has been made to be literally the devil in our food system and so halloween specific i mean all holidays have their food and treats and whatnot but halloween specifically is just candy like yeah just straight up sugar and candy so i think like the best way to come at halloween is of a place of like it's okay to eat the candy it's okay that there's going to be candy around you if you really want a piece of candy eat it enjoy it be mindful about it. Take a second to like enjoy the texture and the flavor. Don't just eat through. Like I think a lot of people that just sit there and eat candy really fast, they have this scarcity mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So like that the rest of the year they don't eat candy at all because it's not a holiday or you know sugar's so bad or it's gonna rot my teeth or kill me or <laughs> give me cancer or whatnot that they stay away from it. But then on Halloween they give themselves an inch and then they take a mile and they eat their whole bag. And then they feel awful. And then they feel like <laughs> likely you feel like crap for several weeks after. But um, so I think not coming at it of like this scarcity mindset that this candy is going to go away and I need to eat as much of it as I can today or tomorrow until my Halloween candy has gone or until I throw it away or ruin it that like I'm not worried about it. So it's there. I can eat it if I want it or I can leave it there because I don't want it and that's okay too. And if it's in the freezer, it's going to stay good for a while. (laughs) So there's really no rush to eat it. You could use it next year is what you could pass it out next year. Um, we Wait, have... can I just say, speaking yeah. of that, uh-huh. um, I was, we have a big turkey in our freezer because it, <laughs> it was on sale last Thanksgiving. Not an actual live turkey. <laughs> no. I moved the turkey like a month ago uh-huh. and I see three different containers of Reese's peanut butter cups and I'm like, hmm. Someone hid them under the turkey. <laughs> I said... Hey, Jesse, why are there Reese's peanut butter cups uh-huh. in the freezer? And he's like, oh, you found them? I was hiding them from you. 
amazing. He specifically hides candy from me. That's so funny. I specifically hide candy from my husband. Hence I mean, me tying I would do it up it to and my telling kid. it's not open. You know, this the other mine. day I was like, no, this was last year. I was wrapping presents. They were in my office closet. Are you kidding? He was hiding Reese's. Wait, I thought you were talking about presents. He, in, no, he was hiding Reese's Reese's peanut closet? butter cups in my office closet where, like, we have the That's wrapping stuff. Listen, I was like, dude. I'm you, on your husband's side here. And behind a picture. <laughs> he, like, no joke. He, like, hides candy all around our house. And I'm like, do you think He's I'm like a squirrel. Yeah. That's hilarious. And then he forgets about it. And then he'll be like, oh, no, yeah. I knew it was there. I put it there two months ago, but I knew it was there. I'm like, no, That's I don't hilarious. think you remember that. That is so. so funny. I have, like, all definitely, I have two pieces of chocolate in my nightstand at all times. Really? I just know it's there, and it's, I don't know what it is. It's like this. But don't you brush your teeth before bed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, I don't eat it every night. I just have two pieces, always. <laughs> this is, like, my secret stash of chocolate that I think Now everyone, everyone knows. <laughs> now you all know um, where it's hidden. But my, my husband, no, my son came over, and he was, like, looking through my drawer, and he's like, what's that red thing? And it's like a piece of dove chocolate. And I was like, that's mommy's chocolate. And he's like, I want some or whatever. And it's just so funny because I squirrel it away too. Mostly because when you want chocolate and then you go to the cabinet to go find it and you realize that your spouse ate the last piece, there's nothing like it. It's horrible. (laughs) So I always have a backup just in case we run out. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. But anyways, okay. Back to intuitive eating. (laughs) So how to handle, I think it's important to talk about not only how to handle it with you, yeah, but how to handle it with your kids. So first of all, I think you need to set a good example. Mm -hmm. Always, always above what your words are going to do to your kids, how you model the relationship you have with food is going to win out. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what you tell them if you're doing one thing and saying another, Mm -hmm. they're going to follow what you do, not what you say. So Model good behavior, which means don't freak out that there's candy. Don't tell them only one piece because all that's going to want them to do is eat more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like we experienced with my son last year, um, I let him eat what he wanted. Like, it's Halloween. It's fine. You'll figure it out. And he really did. He had four pieces the entire time. And it was like four hefty M&Ms. So mm-hmm. he was eating M&Ms for like an hour because he was two and a half or whatnot. So it took him forever to eat one tiny package of M&M's, but he had four pieces of candy. So it's like your wildest nightmares of what your kid's going to actually eat versus... Because we have this propensity and like this background and this relationship with food that's in this scarcity mindset or diet culture mindset. Whereas in our worst times of diet culture and like being in this diet mentality, what we would do if we were able to binge on candy is far different than what our two and a half or three year old's gonna do with candy when they've never had that diet mentality. Right. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like even like a six year old or Yeah, you know. totally. So like for me, maybe in my like height of disordered eating, I might binge on the entire bag of candy that I got that night. Probably not even I could do that. No. But for maybe the worst out there, that's the worst that you could do. Your three or four year old is not gonna do that. <laughs> like the worst he did was four pieces. That's it. The next day he asked for some candy, we gave him some more. The next day he asked for candy, we gave him some more. And then he forgot about he it. He forgot. And it's gone. So it's like, what are you so worried about? Like three days of candy, even if it is unlimited, which we'll get back to. But like, I really think don't create a big deal about it. If you want to let them have candy, let them have candy. Let them decide how much, but also use your words around it. So if you're feeling something around candy on Halloween, like, oh, I ate too much. My belly hurts. 
tell your kid that, like express that out loud that they Mm -hmm. know that like, oh, mom had a lot of candy and now her belly kind of hurts or she has a headache or whatever you might be feeling. I'm really tired now so that they can put verbiage to the way that they might be feeling around candy. Because some little kids may not be able to verbalize how their body's feeling, how their tummy's feeling. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, especially with Aiden, he was just really little. He's not going to be able to say, hey, mom, I had a few extra pieces of candy and now my belly kind of hurts. Can Mm -hmm. I go lay down? He's two and a half. So he might whine a little more or get a little crankier or throw a fit. And then you can kind of deduce that maybe something's not working right. But then they learn from their actions. So even now, my son is almost four, and he'll have a dessert or snacks or something, and he'll be like, Mom, I think I ate too many of those. I don't really want more fruit snacks or whatever. He'll literally say that to me. Mm -hmm. That's really cool that he can verbalize that on his own. Because I've given him the space and the freedom to do that. And I verbalized when I've eaten too much. Not to trick him and not to coax him and not to, like, put a negative spin on food. Because I do it positively, too, around food. Like, oh, this cookie's really good. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. But if the cookie's overcooked or not mixed right or something, I'll explain it. It tastes a little burnt. Oh, I don't really like this cookie. I'm not going to finish it. And I verbalize Mm -hmm. that so it gives him the same verbal confirmation of maybe what he's feeling. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think like if your kid is old enough to say, oh, mom, can I have more candy? Mm -hmm. Your response, it's okay to say, oh, are you still hungry? Right. Oh, Mm -hmm. how are you feeling? Yeah. Oh. Check in with your belly. Just to like, are you, yeah, to like actually have them think like, am I hungry? Did I eat enough? Mm -hmm. Oh, do you want to save that one for later? Like if you're feeling kind of full, you can save that one for later. I'll make sure to put it in a special place so that nobody touches it. We save food for later all the time. Yeah. (laughs) So with Aiden. Because it's it takes away that scarcity mindset of Mm -hmm. if I don't eat it now, it's gonna be disappear it's gonna disappear. If I don't, you know, finish like this morning my um son had yogurt for breakfast and it's like, okay, if I don't finish this now, I'm not gonna have it. No, I put it in the fridge and he could have it for lunch. Mm -hmm. And he did, and that's what he wanted. So I think taking away that fear that it's going to disappear <laughs> um, and giving your kids something to trust in that their candy will still be there if you don't eat it all <laughs> when they go yeah. to bed um, will make them feel more confident in saying no, not right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think that's really important and using that verbiage so that they know how to do it back. Like, I mean, really that's how kids learn is we model our behavior But if we don't speak out loud what we're feeling, they can't necessarily read our minds. So Mm -hmm. give them something to hold on to. And if you say, like, I'm bad, I ate so much candy, Mm -hmm. they're going to repeat that and think that, like, oh, I'm bad, I'm in trouble, I'm doing something wrong because I ate candy. Right. Like, you don't want them thinking that. Yeah. Or I can't eat candy. Like, oh, mommy can't eat candy. It's not on her diet or something Mm -hmm. like that. You're creating a situation where then they reflect that onto themselves that they can't eat that because they're going to gain weight or they can't because they need to be on a diet or they can't because of their health. And then you're putting something on someone else that doesn't need to be there that then they can stress out about. So be open with your communication, but also make sure you're coming from the right place mentally around food and you're not coming from a place of fear of what this sugar might do to you. But also if you decide not to eat candy because it makes you feel like crap, that's okay too. Don't Mm -hmm. eat it just because you want your kid to be eating it or just because Mm -hmm. it's Halloween. It's okay to say no. And when people ask you why you're not eating candy, which A is a weird thing to ask, but they could Mm -hmm. explain to them, oh, candy actually gives me GI upset. I feel like crap afterwards. Makes my teeth feel icky. I poop my pants sometimes. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. That 
escalating you, quickly. We talk about poop in like every episode. So <laughs> every, uh, you're welcome. It's like a hidden. Do you ever watch Psych? No. Oh, well, never mind. But in Psych, they have a pineapple in every episode. And oh, it's like kind of like a fun It's like thing Friends, the Etch a Sketch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, what? And then I forgot. Again, we talk about Friends in every episode. Friends, poop. Yeah. Used to be Cheetos. Now it's candy, apparently. Um, yeah, so paying attention and still tuning in to what you want, even on Halloween, is super important. But also not having that, like, last supper mentality of, like, the night before. Um, eat a huge salad because tomorrow you're going to eat, you know, candy or eat something because you know that candy's coming. Just go about your normal life, eating intuitively, making sure that you're making choices according to your body and what does well for your body or what you feel like eating. And that includes saying no to things, saying yes to things, eating maybe too much candy. That's okay to sit in that spot in your, in your body for a while. That's okay to overindulge. Um, that, without having to make up for it the next day working out. It's intuitive eating doesn't stop on holidays. It's all right. part of it. It's all part of the journey. I think a good point you said was um, like working it off. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm going to the gym on Halloween or the day after because I work off all the candy I ate. And it's like, that's not really how that works. Not how it works. And definitely like we talked about in the last episode, not working out because you quote unquote have, have to, to to work it off <laughs> because it's you like, want to yeah work out because you enjoy it and when I have I mean I'm, I'll be honest with you with my body I know that if I overindulge in like sweets I do feel better if I go for a walk I do mm-hmm. feel better if I go to the gym because it literally takes that sugar high and combats it and makes me feel more like steady and like gives me a place to get rid of all that jittery energy that I might have from overindulging in mm-hmm. sweets but that's because I want to feel better not because I have to because I had a Snickers bar that you're like counting the calories. Oh my gosh. I remember like, I remember one time in college, I think I was like, I have to go on the elliptical this long to burn off like yes. the Reese's peanut butter cup I ate. Okay. Isn't had, that insane? Yes. They have this around like people, <sighs> like especially like, trainers and stuff will post it where it's like, remember one Reese's cup equals 65 burpees or like three yeah. miles or yeah. something insane. And you're like, a, like Brooke said, that's not how the human body works. Everybody is literally, everybody is everybody. different. Everybody <laughs> move to the music. Everybody. You're such a jam. good singer. Oh. Jam on goes back to Wow, she could go on for days. <laughs> I'm oh doing the dance gosh. too. You okay, guys are you just need to sing it. Thriller. We're talking about Halloween. Thriller. We're doing the dance. <laughs> Um, the only reason why I know it is from 13 going on 30. I know, same. <laughs> okay, anyways. we're 30. Um, what were we just talking about? Oh, having to work out, like, comparing yeah. it to your exercise. So, take a breath, like, breathe deep, and remember that today of Halloween, well, Halloween is just another day of intuitive eating. I think it's important to be really mindful when you're eating candy. Remember to, like, enjoy that Snickers bar. Don't mm-hmm. just peel through it because you have to or because... You want to before your spouse finds it or whatever. Yeah, just enjoy it. <laughs> and remember that the Halloween enjoy. candy that's available at Halloween is available at the grocery store year-round. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like people, like, because you get it for quote-unquote free, which you don't, because you're buying candy and handing it out, and then you're getting candy for free. So it's really like you're just buying your own candy. You can do that for yourself all year round. There's nothing special about Halloween. You can buy all that candy around. It's probably more expensive, too, to buy it over Halloween. Oh, I'm sure that they up the price. 
So, um, and then I wanted to remind you too, the division of responsibility with children. This applies, the Ellen Satter Institute, this applies on every day, but especially, or not especially, equivocably. Equivalently. (laughs) the words that I make up. Equivalently. Equivalently on Halloween and other holidays. So remember the division of responsibility when you have a child that the parent, as the parent, you're in charge of what your child is eating, so what you serve, where they're eating, and when. So during Halloween, you can tell them, nope, we're not having any candy until we get home or until the next day or whatnot, but giving them the freedom and the autonomy to choose how much of that candy they're eating or that food and if they eat it at all. Like, they don't have to eat candy just because it's Halloween. It's okay. Last year, I remember we had we had candy that we were passing out before we took him trick-or-treating, and he didn't want any of the bowl in our candy. He wanted to, like, earn it. He was like, no, 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 no. He got, I didn't work like, hard for this. Yeah, he's like, no, thank you, on the candy, and he wanted a banana before we went out to go trick-or-treating. Like, it's amazing when you see kids who have had their, like, shielded from diet culture and, like, had their intuitive eating preserved, like, how they intuitively eat preserved. My son literally wanted a banana and not the bowl of candy sitting right there before we went trick-or-treating last year. That's so cool to see, like, an almost three-year-old make that choice. And that's what happens when we're able to preserve the intuitive eating nature in our children, that they actually make choices good for their body. (laughs) I mean, remember, he ate four pieces of candy the whole day. I'll see what he does this year. I don't know. But remember, the division of responsibility is important. I would stay clear of, like, getting rid of the candy behind your kid's back or, um, I mean, I know I'll definitely indulge in some myself, but, like, donating it without telling them. Either make them part of the process. Like, I've seen some parents be like, okay, you can pick out your favorite pieces and then we're going to donate the rest or throw away the rest. Um, And I think that's a good idea. Just make them a part of the process of what you're going to do in your family and make sure that you're modeling that good behavior too. Like don't just make your kids do one thing and then you get to do another. So be a part of it, have them enjoy their candy, give them what they want, make sure that it's in a a controlled, safe environment, make sure there's no serial killers poisoning your food in your neighborhood. Um, But let them enjoy it and don't make it such a big deal because the bigger a deal you make it, it's like that restriction process outside of Halloween when you're going on a diet, it then becomes all you can think about is the food that you can no longer have on your diet. And so you're going to force your kids to then all they want is their candy and you're going to force a battle and a power struggle between you and your kid and you're the thing standing in between them and candy. Not a great place to stand as a parent. (laughs) So, I mean, it's up to you. The way that you parent, obviously, is going to be the best for your kid. But remember what you're doing to, like, their psyche and make sure you're preserving their intuitive eating instincts, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we hope you guys have a great... Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, and we want to see pictures of you guys and your kiddos. Mm-hmm. So send us. Yeah, you should tag pictures. us. That would be fun. I would love to see that. Oh, we'll definitely post pictures of us and our kids, Yay. or at least our children. Our children. We'll see if I actually end up dressing up, but um, hopefully I can. Yeah. I definitely. I got to do something cute with Nora. Yeah. Now that she's like a little. I saw some bean. little cute outfits. Girls. I've seen like adorable ones where they're like in the baby sling and then you like decorate the sling around them. Like I've seen like sushi and stuff. But anyways, I think the biggest takeaway, don't make it a scarcity mindset where your kids are afraid that you're going to take away their candy or same goes for you. This is just another day. Feel yourself well before you go out trick or treating or have candy available to you. Um, remember to use 
verbiage out loud of how you're feeling maybe if you eat too much candy or that you like certain candies and that you're excited for Halloween or whatnot um, so that your kids can learn from you. I think that's really important, especially the next day if you're feeling sick or something. Make sure you tell them. Or if you're feeling great, that's fine too. Like you don't have to feel sick because you ate candy. Um, or you can say things like, oh, my tummy actually feels really good because I made, you know, good choices or something like that. That's okay too. So just use that verbiage to teach your children. Um, and remember that it's okay to toss out that candy. <laughs> like even if you open it up or your kid opens it up and it's not something they particularly like, remind them and yourself that it's okay to throw away candy. I have like a big issue with food waste. So it stresses me out. You can donate it. Bring it to your office. You can compost it. We're looking at getting a compost, which I would love to do um, in the spring. But anyways, bring it to your office. Bring it to your office. Receptionist, candy jar. They would love it. Just put it in your freezer for next year and hand it out again. (laughs) Um, But just remember that it's okay. It's okay. Whatever you choose is okay. It's all part of the process. Even if you binge and eat your entire bag of candy, totally fine. Turn out your lights. Tell them the candy's all gone. (laughs) Sorry, 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 we're out of candy. Close for commish. Yeah, so enjoy your Halloween. Send us your pictures. We hope this was helpful, more like tangible, what to do versus just all abstract. Yeah, and then go ahead and follow us at diet.riot.podcast on Instagram. And you should definitely rate and subscribe. That's right. Send us an email at hello at dietriotpodcast.com if you have any questions or concerns or recommendations. And please, please, please share us with a friend. Like, yeah, screenshot just one it. Or two friends. One or two. If you all shared with one or two, we would triple how many people are listening. Mm-hmm. Is that good math? I think so. Yeah. I think that's spot on. We're mathematicians. <laughs> mathematicians, dietitians. Um, anyways, share it with your friends or family or someone who you think would benefit from this podcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Do, 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 do. Oh, I just hit record. That's the wrong button. <laughs> oh, gosh. Are we recording? I know. I clicked it and then I was like, <laughs> whatever. I'll just edit it out. <laughs>